Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Ruse Radio. We're back. We're at it again. Very special episode with a very special guest. Special guest, could you please introduce yourself to everybody? Oh, fuck. See, this is where my anxiety comes. No, man. Just let everybody know who you are. It's simple. Uh, you say your name. You say hi. My name is? Jace. And who is Jace? I'm Wyatt's friend. <laughs> yeah, you are. Now, Jace, you let us in with, or you told me that you had a great conversation to lead us right in. So now I want to know what you, you were, were talking say. about water and all that. Yeah. And I was wondering if you knew that Dasani and Aquafina are made by their Coke, their Coke products. Okay. And both those waters have chemicals in it, not chemicals, but things in it that purposely make you dehydrated. In Dasani water? Yeah. Dasani and Aquafina. Is this for sure true? Like, you know this to be true? Yeah. They literally wow. say it. There's, yeah, there's literally, it's on the bottle. Now. You can check on the back of the water bottle, and one of the things that's in there is something that completely dehydrates you. No way. Yeah. Well, if that's true, that's wild. Just because. I never liked Dasani or Aquafina. They I taste never, weird. You know, I don't even think I've ever really drank it. Oh, Dasani's, it just it has like this weird taste. Yeah. Like water has flavors and all that, but like. But Dasani, when you drink it, you you know that's what you're probably thinking is well, water has flavors, so maybe this isn't so bad because that's what I would be thinking. I'd be thinking, well, uh, it, you know, it's Dasani water, but it's probably fine. Like, it's probably okay. But it just has this. It kind of, when it like I can seriously when I drink it, it Lily, I feel I feel the dehydration. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't even think that's a conspiracy though. Because that seems like something you would do if you were a water manufacturer. You'd be like, you know what? How do we get people it's, to drink it's, more dude, of our water? It's right on the back of the bottle, so you can seriously check as one of the ingredients I believe on it. there. Like, that's, but I'm explaining to you why I would believe it. Because, of course, they would do that. <laughs> dude, Eddie loves Dasani, too. I don't know how he does. Because <laughs> he probably is hooked on it. Oh, I love how this water makes me thirsty, and then I can drink more water. <laughs> probably. Probably. I can't even blame him. They got him hooked. Like, that's the thing with... Addicted it's, to it's water. It's crazy to me that that's how they would get you addicted to water. Because that's the one thing that isn't really so addictive. Like, everything you drink gets you addicted to some extent. Everything you eat, you even might get hooked on to some extent. But water's that mozzarella one thing. Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks, yeah. Fried food in general, you can get hooked on fried food pretty Easily. quick. Pretty, you eat one fried food, and then you're like, you know what? I want to fry everything from now on. <laughs> That's how I feel. Deep fried hamburgers, yeah. hot dogs. I'm thinking, how do I get a deep fryer in my house? For that, even for me, that's too much, bro. <sighs> a deep fried hamburger? Yeah, bro. That's that sounds too... That, oh, I haven't tried it, though. I would, but I couldn't do it myself. Yeah. I don't... I don't. What if it was delicious? <sighs> I give it to them, then. Uh, good idea. Well, that's like even be. even for me, that's like that's too much grease. That that's too much deep frying right there. No. I can stick with like deep fried pickles, deep fried mozzarella sticks, and deep fried mushrooms. What about deep fried candy like Twinkies and Reese's? I've never tried, tried those. Oh, oh, that's what got me on the deep fried Oreos. Yeah, at carnivals, at hometown days. Uh huh. They had deep fried Reese's at a carnival once, and that was what they had it at hometown days years ago. Not, it was okay, super expensive. Good. It was not. It was like two dollars or seven dollars for two. I mean to say, it was very expensive. But it was like they melted on the inside. 
So it was already melted Reese's on, in between the fried bread. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Bro, that sounds too good. It's, it's too That's good. That's too much money, though. I'll be My sweet tooth would be like, yeah, no, I'm going to have to. You know what it makes me think is, you know how cheap I could make this at home if I had my own deep fryer? If I just had a deep fryer and I had two Reese's candy bars, just two little things. You don't even need a deep fryer. You just need an oil and pan. Don't you have to, what's the breading they put on the outside, though? You need that. Yeah, but you use, like, flour, egg, and that breading. So there are, but that's, those are all the steps. How do you cook it? How do you cook it? Do you know? Because I don't know. You do the flour first. For Reese's, it might be different. But, like, for deep fried pickles, you could really just do flour and, the like, the, the breading. But what I do is flour and then the, like, egg and then do the breading and it sticks all in it. Just pop them in to the uh, oil. Let it fry. The oil. So when you say pop it in the oil, what oil are we talking about? I use uh, canola oil. And you just put that in a pot? Really? Yeah, and just boil it. So we're just talking, we get canola oil, we put it in a pot, we do all those other things. I'm glad I'm getting this on record because that way I can go back and like go over it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to remember it. So Literally just look it up on YouTube. You don't need a deep fryer. It's not all that. Uh, uh, all right. But how long do you keep it in the oil? All depends on what temperature you need to add. Usually it's like 350 that you need to add. Okay. But how long? Like five minutes? Until golden brown. Uh-huh, of course. There's, just like anything. Yeah, there's not really like a minutes to it. It's just like until you think that it looks good or to your appeal. Yeah, and a lot of people, I've noticed from being in a food environment, a lot of people don't like with rolls. You'll see a lot of people don't understand that rolls are perfect when they're golden. You wait till rolls are golden. If you see rolls that aren't golden, those aren't rolls yet. Yeah, th- those are. People don't get Bro. that. People don't Texas get that. Roadhouse rolls with the cinnamon butter. Well, oh. Logan's Roadhouse rolls are very delicious. Yes. They're very good when done right. I don't know if Texas Roadhouse, I've never had their rolls. Well, their rolls are really good and they have like the cinnamon butter with them. Oh mm-hmm. my God, dude. Oh, yeah. It's addictive. I bet. You, you want to go there just for the rolls. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I haven't tried them. You said what kind of butter? Garlic butter? Cinnamon. Oh, cinnamon butter. For their rolls. Yes. That's an interesting choice. It's so addictive. It's because they give you, like, free rolls and all that. Oh, so, yeah, that's part dude, of the experience. Yeah, so if I'm at, like, Texas Roadhouse, mm-hmm. it's just nonstop just eating them. And I can't, I have to stop myself because I'm like, I, the food's not me to hear yet. These are just the rolls. I'm like, I can't. I'm like that when I go anywhere. I mean, you wouldn't know, but I'm a little fat boy on the inside. It's kind of crazy. Bro, I know so many thin thin people that can out-eat me. It's ridiculous. My buddy Tim, well, we went to Alpatero's, and he literally ate, out-ate me. We got the same exact thing and all that, and I'm like, bro, what what the hell? Shout out, Tim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Really? How much do you can you remember how much he actually ate? Do you remember what he ate? We got the same exact thing. It was like a burrito or like this long with like white cheese sauce, the queso sauce on it. And when you say this long for the audio listeners, you were talking like two feet. It looks like about two uh, feet. Like a foot easily, probably. All right. Still a foot for a burrito is a long burrito, especially if it's stuffed. I think it was like only like 
five minutes of eating, and he got done before me. I'm like, dude, what the Wait, hell? Wait, so he eats fast. Oh, see, he eats, I don't eat super fast. See, I just eat a lot. We kind of have, like, having a competition a little bit, like... Like basically eat how we're just eating normally. Both of us just are fast eaters, but he's a faster eater than me. Like now, now I usually I used to be able to eat like a large pizza, but my stomach has changed and I can't do that anymore. I can only eat like three slices. I'm done, or even two, and I'm done. Oh, the pizza know, eats you, bro. I don't know why. Like it just it completely changed. My stomach completely changed. Mm. Can't eat that much, but like, I'm like he literally could eat like a whole pizza by himself if he wanted to. He must have that sauce. He's just got it. Whatever he's so, it is, he's, he's got it. I could eat a whole pizza by myself if I wanted to. It's, it's see these thin people, man. Yeah. They can out eat the fat people. It's incredible. It's incredible. I was gonna say it's impressive <laughs> yeah. and incredible. That's a new word. Incredible. It's incredible. incredible. But yeah, that really, I feel that way sometimes because, especially like when I work out. If I've been working out, you get really hungry, and I've read like stories about how that how that goes people who are bodybuilders especially like the rock if you ever looked at the rock's diet it's inhuman but here here's the thing it's all depends like um like the strong the strong man competitions which is the world's strongest man and all that mm-hmm. dude their diets are crazy like twenty thousand calories like just for breakfast oh that's what i'm saying They're, yeah to, to, but the, here's the thing they do that because they burn basically almost all that while lifting and, so, and if they didn't have that sustenance, you wouldn't be gaining. It all back. just all depends on the physique you want. For strong men, for st- the strongman competition, they are that big for a reason. Like one of them looks fat, but it's just all abs. He they, he, literally you can see abs on his fat. Right. And all well, that. it's because like, and he needs that food to sustain the muscle. Rather yes. than fat, like he's sustaining the muscle. With I can't imagine what would happen if they stopped eating, you know, <laughs> or just ate less. Yeah, it would really, it would actually be very hard for them. Yes. Yeah. Because they're not used to it, and their body needs it at that point. Yeah, it's so used. That's to why it. they're that big. Uh huh. And like sumo wrestlers. Oh, I can't even imagine. Like, oh my gosh. Like I, I looked up a video about like sumo wrestling and what they do, and it's crazy it's not like oh they're just fat and all no like they do some pretty impressive shit like they have they have a training they go through and all that and they're like yes they're big but it's because they have to eat that much mm-hmm. like they eat a shitload like probably even more than the strong man's ah you're right you're right and well of course they do and but the, the only thing i would say in the difference between those two is probably that they it's just a sport it's well just, i would it's say a sumo all, wrestler probably has less of a restrictive yeah. diet they can probably eat more than what the bodybuilder could eat yes because they really only only need muscle in the legs and the arms yeah and because when there's no punching in sumo there's pushing you can pushing in palm there's no punching though oh so that most of their muscle is in their legs and their arms i didn't know that well, of course it is. Dude, most big people... <laughs> of course it is. Look yeah, at them. <laughs> most big people, like even me, my calves are just all muscle. They look fat, but it's just... 
all muscle right there. Yeah. There's barely any. My advice is if you ever got in a fight, use them legs. Use those legs. Seriously. Even me, my calves have always been strong. Like, now I work out. I've worked out for the last few years, but my calves have always been, because I always just walk a lot ever since I was younger. So yeah. I think that people who walk a lot or if you're carrying a lot more weight, your calves are going to be strong as hell. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because you're going to be needing that for support, definitely with big people. Mm -hmm. Once, like... Yeah, I don't know how, but like when I like got fatter and fatter and fatter, I just got more and more calf muscles. Yeah, I bet because your calves were naturally building up uh, to, because to of support that the rest of the weight. Yeah, so when I go to the gym and all that, I'm interesting. Doing, I I do upper body, but I'm doing more legs. And I was telling, I, I would like my legs to be able to support me and not get weak. Of course, you, and you want to maintain that. Of course, of course. But when I get thin, the my calves are going to be just. <laughs> well, listen. This is about two things on that. The first thing is, I'm glad you're thinking of it that way, because I always, like, people don't understand working out and going to the gym. They think it's, you want to look nice in the moment, and that's the reason you it's go to the gym. for yourself. Yeah, and I hate when people think of it that way, because no, it's, it, if you work out, you are naturally better off just every day to day, everything you do, you feel a little bit better because you're active. That's the main thing. That's, that would be my sell on why you should work out is just because if you just do, you don't even have to work out hard. You just have to do like a tiny little, just work out little parts of your body and then yeah. you can leave and you'll feel better because you did something and you know you did something and all like mentally it feels better and also you feel better because you actually use muscles in your body that you don't normally use so you feel more flexible exercising does get off dopamine too so. uh -huh. oh yeah because there's a post-workout high and all that so that would be my sell on anybody so i'm glad that you're looking at it as like longevity you're working out now so you'll feel better walking around later because that's the way I just, you should I don't work out that much that's the problem but it's nice man even if you just like i said if you, i was saying to you earlier you just walk down the street and back and just do that once a day and that's a great way to just get it in your natural routine. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it just feels cool. Just do that gym at fucking the at the mall. I oh, can't do you do have it. a thing for the gym? I don't. Oh, I, I went you, with my buddy. I went with Josh. Uh huh. I went with Josh with the gym, and when I go to the gym, I do as much as I can. Like, that's what I do. I, I, I literally will tore like tear something if I will. I, I, like, I, I push myself to as much, <laughs> like, as much weight as I can and everything. Like for my legs uh, at that gym, they have those leg presses where you sit down and put your feet up, right? I'm familiar with them. And um, I was pushing like 300 and 350, which is, that's my body weight, so that's not that hard. But like I do that like 20 or 30 times. Yeah. Like 20 or 30 reps of that. So afterwards, my legs are like, oh. <laughs> of course. And then at, what I do is take a break from that and then work out my upper body until it gets tired. Then I go back to my lower body and then just go back and forth. Uh-huh. So, but I just, I hate that glass wall. I can't do with it. I don't like it. What glass wall are you talking about? At oh, the, the one where people can see through yeah. from the mall. Yeah. It's, it, the whole wall is just all glass and I don't like that. Uh, you know, in a lot of other Planet Fitnesses that are at malls, they put things up on the glass walls, so that way you can't see inside. So I'm surprised that one doesn't do it. There's Most none. Of them do. It's just all glass. I don't really care, but, you know, I can see why people would. I can see why if you were if you were somebody who was going to the gym to better yourself, and your main thing was, like, I want to, you know, like, you're a little bit conscious about that. Oh. It, even for females, I imagine it would be more of an issue than for males, yeah. like for someone like me, because I'm not worried about I don't care, but but I could see how a girl would be tired of that if there is 
constantly I had was, that happening. So uh, when I was younger, I was at that gym and uh, I stopped going just because of that one thing that happened. It pissed me off. Basically, like these three teenagers just went by and like started laughing and pointed at me, and I just flipped them off and. It just it pisses me off when I just I don't like that glass wall. I'm fine with going to gyms, but that, yeah, it's just rude. Yeah, That's I don't rude. I don't like people staring at me when I do it. Right. I like working out in my <laughs> own house. I don't even, you know, it's so funny. I've noticed at the gym. That's the one place where there's more awkward eye contact than anywhere else. I don't know what it is, and maybe it's my fault. But like constantly, I don't know where to look when I'm working out. So I'll like, or if I'm done working out, I'm just sitting there in between. Workouts, or because you know, I go through the machines. I just look at my phone. I know, but I barely look at my phone. I just got my headphones in, and I'm just listening to whatever, usually a podcast or something. But then I'll look around, and I'll scan, and then just naturally, I accidentally make eye contact with somebody, and then we look away because, like, I'm not going to stare at you while we're working out, but it's it's the one place where that happens See, so many times in for one. For me, I don't like stare. I just concentrate on myself. I don't. Oh, I, yeah, I don't mean I to don't do it. I don't look or anything. Good for you. I'm not even meaning to do it. Like but I'm not I know, trying but to. I know, like <laughs> I can tell when people are staring at me, so I quickly glare at them, and then they were turning away. And I'm, it's even worse when you weren't looking at them, and it just yeah, looks like you I were. was like I was just staring like right in front of me, not even looking at you. Why are you staring at me? Like yeah. what? What's the point? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a starer. I'm not. I'm really not. I just have ADD, and my no, eyes gotta going, look around. Fat guy going to gym. Not that <laughs> unusual. See. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I wanted to say, too, I'm jealous that you have a lot of muscle to start from, and I was saying this to you the other day, like, and you, like you just said a minute ago, like, once you, once you do that for a while, and you start to, like, lose a significant amount of weight, you just got so much leg muscle going on. Oh, you're gonna yeah. Be like, oh, you, dude, you will be a beast. You will be, you will be oh, a beast legs, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Because you, do, like, you don't have tree trunks supporting you. Like I was saying, I want to turn all my upper body, um, like fat, my arms to muscle. But and that's if, but if you, that's what I'm saying right now is if you pulled that off, you would look like a straight up bodybuilder. And there are people I see at the gym where I imagine that's where they started, and then that's where they are because they're there and they're big. Like, and you can't just get there. Yeah. You have to have a lot of, you have to have a lot of either fat to start from, or that's just your body type. You know, like people have different body types, and so if you have that body type and you get muscle on top of it. That's when you start to just hulk out, and you see a lot of people like that. And that's why it's like professional wrestlers. There's so many of those guys that are just huge. Oh yeah, they're just definitely. gigantic, and they wouldn't be that way unless I mean. But all of them have different weight classes too. Of course, even like UFC fighters, the same thing. They all different. Wow. Yeah. Of, but well, they're very fly, strong. Flyweight, uh, lightweight, like weather, uh, Walter weight, middleweight, light heavyweight, heavy, uh, heavy. And then there's just heavyweight, which is the last one. Heavyweight. Now that would just be what something and beyond, like five hundred and beyond, probably. If that's the last. Not nah, five hundred. No. I don't know. No, I don't know what they no, go up no. to. It's. I think it's about like two fifty, for heavyweight. Not even like two hundred is heavyweight. Two hundred. Hold on, I'm trying to. Oh, there it goes. Sorry, the camera wasn't recording for me. But two hundred is have that can't be. That would be too low. That sounds like it would be like well, middleweight or whatever the middle one is. No way, it's two hundred. We're to, what, what kind of people are we talking about? UFC fighters? Yeah, no way. Because I, they, I mean, they're they they got a lot of muscle, but I would imagine it'd be like two. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong because well, I guess they they probably there are a lot of muscle. And think no about fat. it that there's there's flyweight, 
then there's lightweight, and then there's welterweight, and then there's middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. Yeah. Their their pound difference to like featherweight to lightweight is only like five pounds. Once you go like five pounds after like that, or even one pound above the maximum of flyweight, you count as the next league of like lightweight. Like gotcha. even if you're over a pound. Like for UFC, you have to stick to your thing perfectly. You have to stay the same weight that whole time you're training and everything. For the fight. But yeah. you, then you can switch weights in between fights. Yes, if you wanted to. Well, uh, all they do is change their eating regimens and yeah, stuff like that's, that. That's really that, all. It's related to what we're talking about, all, honestly. All they do is change their e- eating regimen and their training. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I mean, it's really interesting that that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. Is what you actually put in your body. I mean, the, uh, work, uh, not workout, what was I going to say? Uh, actors who go through crazy body transformations, like Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, they, bro. It, they're interesting, but they're also, they're so unique in what they are because for those, they're doing crazy stuff. Those are dangerous. That, that's what that's I'm saying. Dangerous. That's dangerous to the body. That's That could be harmful from going to, let's say, going to a movie that you have to be really like big and muscular, going to another movie, you have to be fucking scrawny and like thin as hell. Like yeah. that's that's dangerous. It's in- yeah, it's incredible that he actually did that. Like if we're talking about Christian Bale, in particular. some people I know think like uh, acting's easy, and it's like oh, all you need to do is act and have emotion. It's like no, it's like think about some actors where they have to play the role, so they have to get that body weight. I would that's what say, it is to be an actor. You have to be that role. You have to be perfect for that role. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is that... You can't be a fat dude playing a thin guy. No. No, so you have to do that. Yeah, so if you're a fat dude, you have to lose weight and get thin to play that thin guy. And even even the act of convincing yourself that you're someone else and doing that and being a good actor on camera, I would think that that would be quite difficult for most oh, people. Oh, some actors get fully in character. Yeah, or even just the actual, even the people who don't, like just to have a camera be on you and then all of a sudden now you're a different character and you have to play that 20 different times and 20 different takes and 20 different ways. Sometimes you have to change your voice too. Not even like for cartoons and all that, like in live action movies where it's real people, they have to change their voice to act that character. Right, like right now, they, I have to be a cowboy, and that's this whole film. Like Johnny Depp and Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, and, and with those types of roles, they even invent the voices, the actor themselves yeah, the, are personally Johnny Depp, involved in that. John, I guess I was watching TikTok, and it was on Johnny Depp just basically came in one day and started talking to Willy Wonka's voice, and it even threw like, the guy off. He's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, that that's starting somewhere. That that's getting somewhere right there with that voice, and it's crazy because that does not j- like match Johnny Depp of how he looks like now. No. Thinking of in the Willy Wonka voice, it's hilarious. Well, I mean, it shows what an actor he is, honestly. Because yeah. like, yeah, it, I think to en- encapsulate there's, there's, a character in that way would be type, difficult. There's different type of actors and all that. There's yeah. like. There's one, like, you have to think about where, um, for Lord of the Rings, for uh, Gollum, Smeagol, he's not, you don't see him in live action, 
No, but, the but there's guy, a lot of emotion in that yeah, voice. The guy yeah. has to match that thing well, perfectly. If with we're that. talking the difference between those, like voice actors and, and actor actors, there are voice actors that knock it out the park. Like oh, you have superstar dude, voice actors. Dude, some voice actors are like I mean Mark amazing. Hamill's a good example. Mark Hamill's uh, one of those voice actors that they like, name recognition because he did the Joker. What's the other cr big, big character he did? Uh, Chucky. The Joker and Chucky are both him. The, the Joker from the older Wait, uh, cartoon, the older Batman cartoon. One of like the, the iconic Jokers. And then you got Chucky, the, the original the Chucky The guy voice. that played Luke Skywalker? The same guy who played Luke Skywalker. He played Chucky? Yes. I did not know that. He's a crazy good voice actor. He played Chucky. Yeah. And he even did in the new film. That's That was what was exciting That's about it. That's fucking insane. I didn't know Chucky. that. Yeah. I did not know he voiced Chucky whatsoever. Doesn't that show how good he is, though? Like, you wouldn't even place his voice on that. What? That's... Yeah. But he's so good at taking his voice and doing so many different things yeah, with it. Yeah, definitely. That's what makes him so good, is that he's not even doing the same thing in those different roles. Rick and Morty? Yeah. The guy... The, the guy that Lily voices Rick and Morty, he does so many other voices in that cartoon. Yeah. Isn't that the guy... Is that, uh... I can't, I can't Dan, remember his name. Dan Harmon? Is that Dan Harmon that voices him? Because it's Dan Harmon and the other guy that makes the show, but I'm, I've am i never really watched Rick and Morty. I'm, I'm familiar with Community. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I can't believe, dude, Rick and Morty is so good. It's it's a nice, like, just something you can watch. Like, it's an adult film. To, it's an adult cartoon, basically. I love it. So, what do you like the most about Rick and Morty, then? Oh, that's... Hard to say. Is it? Yeah. Because I just never... Uh, it's because same... I like the whole like story about it, where yeah. Rick is a genius, but then as you're going through the senior seasons, he has a secret he's hiding and all that, then you find about, like, there's other Ricks, like a whole... There's literally, like, a Rick council and all that, and, like, the main, like... It goes in, like, season five uh, came out. They had so many theories about... Rick and Morty and what's going on. It's such a it's it's a show that you can watch specifically like for theories or try to make up theories for. Interesting. I know that it's I know that it's like you said, it's an adult show in that sense too. Like there's a lot to grasp onto. It's not like a regular animated show where I mean even I should even say that it's just not like a regular show a lot of shows in general it's very simple nowadays yeah and uh, I know at least with community Dan Harmon is good with his humor and I imagine that humor oh, carries definitely. over I don't know if you ever watched community or not but that show's great um, but that's that's I all think him I've watched it I, the other guy who made Rick and Morty is who what's his name do you know his name no idea but it's a different guy who made other stuff too uh, but yeah, yeah, I can see that. There's a lot to think about. Do you have a favorite season? Because I know there's been a few seasons now. Do you think the beginning of the show is the best? Do you like a certain season the most? Season five right now, the newest one is my favorite. Really? You like yes. the newest one the most? Yes. I feel like that's a, that's probably a controversial opinion. Probably. Everything we say is probably con controversial. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, you got to be careful. Now, <laughs> we might say that, and then somebody will show up to my house like, hey, you said that about Rick and Morty? I'd be like, no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I promise. They got pitchforks. How dare you not watch it yet? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll get around to it. it I'll, I'll tell you, it was because it's the same thing I was telling you about anime. I just 
anime. I'm, it's harder for me to get into an animated show because it's animated. I got a monkey brain. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I have a monkey brain, and I like seeing other monkeys on the screen. And when I see cartoons on the screen, it's just harder for me to connect. But, you know, I did mention that one. I was about to say Akira, but that is a car company. You know the movie I'm talking about, though. It's that old anime. Yeah, Akira. It's, oh, Akira. Okay, it sounded like a car company to me. No, it's Akira, not. Akira, that's the name of it. I got it right. Yeah, Akira. I, I, I did my first That was guess. made in 1990? I thought it was in late the 80s. 19, might have been. Made, might have been the late 80s or... Early 90s. Mid 90s, yeah. But it was... That movie was fantastic. Loved oh, it. Loved dude, it. Dude, And the animation was the great. The animation was completely up like even more up to a up to date like beyond that year i would say that that's what kept good. me so interested in the movie was mainly how good the animation the was. story was good the story too. was good but then the animation on top of it just makes you want to watch the whole thing yeah so that's the type of animation that i feel like would really bring me in and that's what i was saying to you like, but like that even movie my mom's gods it into anime that one did it like, and, well she's watching uh attack, it's on, attack titan on titan right yes. now and she just had to move over to hulu because what the hell netflix we got one season. season hey let me just have this be my public protest to netflix <laughs> okay netflix get your act together this is my question i have hulu live right i have the basically hulu plus plus uh-huh and um, and season four, part two of Attack on Titan, there's not really a lot of dubbed. So for that dubbed, I have to go to like one that doesn't say subbed or dubbed. It just says like the name, and it is dubbed. It's like Adult Swim, but there's ads on it. Mm. How am I? How am, how am I paying for uh, a plus plus edition for Hulu and still getting ads? Right, right. Like maybe you got to pay for the plus plus plus. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't see how else. That's wild. I didn't think they had, like, hoops to jump through like that. I thought it stopped after you paid for the plus. No, they, I didn't even know they had a plus plus. It's basically a plus plus. It's like Hulu Live, basically. No. So you pay for this Hulu free, which is with ads, and this Hulu's Hulu Plus, which you pay, like, what, $10 a month or something for, something like that. And there's no ads. But if you search up some... Like series, they would have that little lock on it in that corner. If you tap on it, it's a Hulu Live Plus or whatever. So you can you can have live shows that's going on for like Disney, Disney X, uh, and uh, ESPN, all that. Like they have that live. Hmm. So that's where like the Adult Swim comes in, where like I don't know why but there's still ads on it like right when I click on it it's like a 30 second ad but then more than halfway through it's another ad stop and it's like three minutes I'm like bro see like I got done with it she's on by now I actually think she's on season four so she she's getting close to the end I'm like listen you're gonna have to watch those ads and I'm like I know it's difficult but you're gonna have to watch it she's like yeah didn't have to watch them on Netflix. Yeah. This is the thing I saw. I saw this on a video, and it put my thoughts together pretty well because I've been thinking this for a while, but hearing somebody say it made me feel nice. They said that what made Netflix cool originally was that you had no way to watch shows. And like when Netflix was the only option, it was really the only real streaming service. So back in like 2008, all oh, you had yeah. was DVDs or if you bought it online or if you watched it illegally. Those are the three ways you would watch a show. There oh, was yeah. no Netflix 
And then Netflix comes along and they say, hey, how about you watch these shows for like this cheap price? $10 and a month. And there's no ads. And there's no ads. The no ads is what really got people. And now they got ads on most of these streaming services. And most of them don't have most of the shows you want to watch because it's on this other one. So it just drives me crazy. See, like, because it's like point, what you're saying. That, that whole situation you just described... If it was only Netflix, that wouldn't be happening. Bro, like, but they got have, a million different things. That's Netflix. why the Adult Swim version's the only. Like, why is it? Come on, come on. Do I have to go buy the disc set just to actually I, have the experience? I have Netflix, Hulu. I have Amazon Prime, Prime like Prime Video. Uh, I think we got rid of Sling, so we don't. I don't. We don't have Sling anymore. What even was on Sling? It's basically like regular TV. Oh, I see. It's like a cable service, but cheaper. Gotcha. No. For everything that we wanted, it was pretty expensive. Oh, you got HBO Eddie, and stuff like that. Uh, we have Disney Plus to HBO. I don't know we if we have or not. Paramount Plus we don't have, but we have like Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, um, Amazon uh, Prime Video, all that. Like you got everything. Yeah, but like there's shows on Netflix. But then the rest of the seasons are like on Hulu or something. Like they say, have the same exact show, but the all the seasons. I'm like, why at this point? Why do I have Netflix? So it's like, oh, it's because I can't find any other show except this show on Netflix, and only because it's a Netflix original series. Mm-hmm. Like I can't can't do anything about it. I have to keep Netflix because there's only Netflix things, and I have to keep Hulu because there's only Hulu things. I have to keep Prime because it's only Prime things. I'm like, why can't they just have one app for everything? And the Prime makes sense, kind of. How? How does it make sense? I don't know. More than the other ones? I don't know. To me, they all make equally little sense. sense. <laughs> I just don't like any of it. I, like you said, there should all be, it should all be on one app, and that's how it was. But you know why not? Because money. That's why not. Oh, that, Hulu, that. that Hulu Live shit? Expensive. Yeah, and they make like, so much I money mean, off that. Ex- expensive, expensive. Like I think it's like sixty dollars a month, even more. You know what sucks is that's like, the crazy. Same. I've never ever seen a streaming app that costs that much. No, sixty dollars a month. Yeah, that's wild. I was at my buddy's house and he's like, "Oh, that's cool," and he tapped on it and he looked at it. He's like, "Fuck that." What could they possibly have on that streaming service that would make it worth that much money? It's like, it's all, like, there's live shows going on. So, like, live ESPN you can watch. There's live Disney XD. So it's cable. Yes, it adds basically cable and extra anime or extra shows that you couldn't watch before. And it locks things. But it's like $60 or even more a month. It's crazy. But that's probably how they can offer it for that much, because they're you know, well, cable's it's a hundred dollars li- a month. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. That's how they would get you. Cable's a hundred dollars. We have cable plus streaming. Oh, but and then Simon, Grandma like, would see that and she'd be like, "Okay, that's worth it." But then they only have like these five shows she actually wants to watch, and she actually has to get Netflix that has more shows she'd want to see. Yeah, yeah. That's what kills me. Is just it's all so exclusive, and it's because the and companies Netflix get rid uh, rid of shows too. Because the uh, well, a lot of it now that's is stupid. I wish Netflix kept everything. The, I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with how much space they actually have. Oh, but shit. that might be wrong. That might be wrong. Uh, they have contracts. At the I'm very pretty least. sure they are rich enough. Yeah. Where they can have extra space. Or if they could, ju- you're right. Because if everything's on you're a right. cloud, or some shit like that. 
Like, if they have, like, internal storage and all that to all their computers? Well, they could literally just, like, because if it's contracts, too, they just sign the contracts for longer. I mean, the only thing you can actually count on to stay on Netflix is the Netflix originals. That's it. And then everything else is like, oh, that was a good movie. I hope it's still here in three months when I want to watch it again. <laughs> you, know? you don't actually know. Yeah. And they keep putting classic movies on there, and it kills me because, like, I have, I, I I have to hope they're not going to take them off. I do not want to watch that shit. I do not give, care about classic movies. Oh, but you like, know what I'm talking about, like Jaws. I never saw Jaws, and I wanted oh, to see it. Then, so, <sighs> Jaws was good. You gotta understand that those movies are the reason that the movies, movie like they trained people to make good movies. The first ones that were good in like the seventies and eighties, the Jaws. Jaws was the first real like blockbuster movie everybody went and saw. So that's what makes it cool. And Steven Spielberg did that shit back when <laughs> Steven Spielberg was younger. Now he's just like an old director. Everybody knows is good. Back then, I think he is it him making the Avatar movies. Is that him? I think it is. I don't know. He's been doing wild be things. Avatar too, bro. No, they have a trailers out now. I don't. I refuse. I don't watch trailers, so I'm not watching it. But they have a trailer for Avatar too. Don't turn it on because I'm not watching it. Oh, they do. They do. Shit. It exists because it came out when I was in the theater. I was like, no way, this is Avatar too. And then I realized it was because I. I, I didn't I, know there's trailers coming out. I'm so happy. Yeah, I've been it's waiting. called like the the way of the water. That's my guess. Something like that. Avatar The Way of the Water. I think that's what it is. That is so fucking stupid. There's going to be five of them. It's one per year, I think. Cause they, like, you're so not... after this one, it's going to be one per year. Yeah, do you remember? it's been like five years. Yeah, you must more. have never read it. Because when I was younger, they announced that so long ago. Like when I was a little teeny bopper, back in like ninth grade, I remember reading this on the internet after Avatar came <laughs> oh, out. That he yeah, was going to do yeah, five yeah, movies. Yeah. But they wouldn't come out until 2021. And back then, or 2022, I can't remember. Probably 2021, then it got delayed. I know, I do remember. I looked it up, and I'm like, is there going to be a second movie coming out? And I remember... Uh, I went to like multiple different websites, and they're all saying he plans on making like five, like four or more. And you're just thinking, what? How? How does that even make sense? There's only one. Uh, because uh, <laughs> like the first one was good, and the first one you could even end right there. Of course, and that's course. what's weird. That's what's interesting about it is. But like even for me, I'm like, I, I wanted that to continue. I want like what what since they since he's now like basically an avatar now. Like what are they gonna? Continue. How are they going to continue? I feel like it's interesting because mainly based on the spectacle of... I, I haven't heard new Transformers supposed to be coming out next year. Is it James Cameron? I think James Cameron might be the director that we're talking about for Avatar. That I will Google because I don't want to keep saying Steven Spielberg when it's James Cameron. <laughs> I think it might be James Cameron. Yeah, even recently I heard Transformers was supposed to be coming out uh, a new one uh, next June. Who's directing it? Like, you know, who's working on it? That's my question because if they had like a good I good name attached gonna to it, I wonder what it's going to be about though. Is it going to be Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg again? <sighs> I don't know because Marky Mark was in a few of those movies after our boy. Four twenty. Oh, ao ao. That's how they know it's not live because we just said it's four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what was I looking up? I was looking up who was directing Avatar. I think it's James Cameron. I'm almost positive. The way of the water. The way of water. I can't believe I got that right. My is brain it? works in funny ways. Yeah, it is the way of wire. Uh, I, I, I didn't even watch the trailer. I just walked past So who's it, James? <laughs> is it James? Oh, let's find that out. Director. Avatar director. I just saw Way of Water, and I felt very good about that. Um, James Cameron, yes. I'm glad I remembered okay. the real one before I looked it up. But yes, it's James Cameron. And he always does wild stuff in his movies. Like, he, I think he was the one who did 
was he Jaws? I might have gotten the whole director of Jaws wrong. It might have been him back in the day. But he he invented a whole new type of camera for a certain movie. With Avatar really? 1, the way they filmed that, that was revolutionary for its time. Like, they invented a lot of technology to make that movie look as good as it did. And so you have to imagine for these next Avatar movies, he's doing a lot to make them... Oh, CGI looks so good now, too. So I can wanna... you imagine how good this Ooh. movie's going to look? Because the first movie was a step up in the CGI we had then. Yeah. So if he's really pushing the bar, you have to imagine it's going to be a and very... I'm wondering if he's doing it with all five movies. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm thinking he's going to do. And like maybe each movie is going to have a different type of thing that he's going to do to make it look visually interesting, you know? Like maybe in one of them it'll be like this water thing. Maybe he's going to do a ton of water stuff that you just couldn't do with a film camera before because that's the type of shit he'll do in his movies. Or maybe the next one they'll do a bunch of stuff just crazy scope-wise. Who knows? They're probably going to have like a civilization underwater or some shit like that. Yeah, just stuff you couldn't even imagine in a movie until you see him do it. Like I have to imagine it's going to be a spectacle, and that's why I'm really excited about it. Because yeah. I don't, I'm not watching the trailer. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going. In I can't blind. believe that. I can't believe they had a trailer. I didn't even know that. I, 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 I was blindsided was, by I, it, dude. I'm blindsided just by the comment. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> of course. I'm surprised. I'm like, wait a sec. Like he finally came out with a trailer for it. Because that movie feels like so long ago. Oh, it does. It's like nostalgia. Even seeing a trailer for the second movie, you're like, wait, blue people. Wait. <laughs> Again? Whoa. Yeah, because it's not the movie. It's not the first one. You see, like, new shots with blue people in them. You're like, whoa. whoa. What are they named again? What's that species name in that movie? That's how long it's been since I've seen the first one. Isn't that species literally just called Avatar? No, they know. got a name. They got a name. Oh, shit. I'm not Googling that uh, one. We can let that be a mystery. Yeah. Because uh, I bet, you know, I will Google it, but I bet the name is something I can't even pronounce. <laughs> I bet you. But like for yeah, I was yeah. Recently, I heard like Transformers uh, supposed to be coming out with a new one next year in June, and the Navi. It's Navi. Navi. That's, that's yeah. what it is. Navi. But continue. And like, I wasn't disappointed by Bumblebee, by the movie Bumblebee. It's cool. That was the newest one, right? Yes. That was, like, his origin story? Yeah. Okay. But, like, I love how they, like, finally, like, went back and showed scenes of, like, the whole war, like, fully, where Bumblebee, like, became a scout and all. But, like, I wanted to continue from, like, the main story. Yeah. I didn't want to see that just yet. I can see that. And I feel like origin movies are usually... It's... Unless and you have no, really he, good writers, he, it's kind of a cop-out. because another thing. The, the, you have, the Transformers movies have a lot of studio influence, so it's hard to trust those movies because a lot of it is just blockbuster spectacle and not yeah. so much story-based stuff, which is what people liked about the first movie, was the Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox thing mixed with the freaking see, for me, cars I, that are destroying everything. See, for what? me, I liked all the movies. And I see, see I, that's That's uh, Oh, my God. I can't even say it correctly. Right I don't now. know what word you're going for. Can you describe the word? Controversial. Oh, that's controversial. Yeah. To like, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because I would, I, loved, I would definitely I loved, say there was a change in quality. I loved every single one of them. Now, can you tell but, me how many there are? Because I don't even know where it, it goes. Transformers one, two, three, three and there's a fourth four, one, right? Five, six, six. No, no, no. But what are the? It stops. They stop numbering them at a certain point. Yeah. Obviously, Bumblebee is Transformers. Not, yeah. Transformers. It was just called Transformers 2, and then it had a name, I thought. Oh, 
Oh, Transformers like Fall of Cybertron. Okay. No, 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 no. That's a video game I'm thinking about. Never mind. We might have to Google this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there are a lot of them. That's uh, I'll, I'll fill up the space just talking about this. Is I know there were a lot of them because my friend used to watch a lot of those movies, and I always thought it was cool that they did the Lincoln Park thing, where I don't know where that stopped because I know they don't do it still. But they would have a new Lincoln Park song on every single one of their soundtracks, and that was like the song of the movie. That was pretty cool. Oh, see, it was kind of close. Okay, Transformers, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen. Dark of the, Dark of the Moon. That's three. That's three. Transformers: Age of Extinction. That's four. Four. What comes after that. Uh, Transformers: The Last Night. That's five, and then oh. Bumblebee. That's six. So Mark the Wahlberg was Transformers is, the Last Night. The seventh one is already here. Transformers Last Night was when it switched to Mark Wahlberg, from my understanding. Correct? Or is that before that? When they switched that's from four. That's four. Four. Four is when And then it was switched. Marky Mark for the next two movies. And then Bum he's not in Bumblebee. No, he's not. Because he, he couldn't be. Okay. Bumblebee, why I didn't like it was because all Transformer movies was like action almost right away. Mm -hmm. And Bumblebee was like action, but most of it was like comedy. It's, That's what it I was, heard. It was appealing to the more, when that movie came out in 2018, it was more appealing to like what movies were. It's like a lot of, it was comedy in that year. There's a lot of comedies that were getting popular and all that. And, and Bumblebee's a good character. If you're going to do an origin movie, yes. don't make it a complete comedy. Like give him some soul with the comedy. Like what you could have gone way more in depth into his backstory. Exactly. You could have done before the war of Cybertron. But they don't do stuff like that and because this is the whole thing I was going to say. At the I, beginning I'm when pretty, we brought this up is that the problem is that you have bad writers and bad studio influence so that's going to influence the movie because as a fan, you want to see a Bumblebee origin movie. You hear that yeah. and you're like, "Whoa, no way they're doing that." And then you see it and you're like, "Oh, they yeah, messed I it heard, up." I heard about it. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be dope. We're going to see before the war of Cybertron. We're going to see him like full origins and when he meets Optimus Prime and how all this happens and then the trailer comes <laughs> and then I see that because what I thought they were going to do is I thought they were going to do the whole war of Cybertron and all that and then him land on earth and find someone like to like hide like uh, to help him hide and all that and it was just a little bit of his backstory, and most of it was on Earth. I thought, like, they were going to end on Earth, like he was going to come down, land on Earth, transforms into the vehicle, finds someone to help him. He gets attacked by, like, the like he gets attacked by Decepticons and all that. I kind of wanted that part of the story, but more of the before he even met Optimus Prime and all that. But I understand because that's not going to be a lot of action, like... But they could find a way. Or they could make it interesting. Like, yeah. throw some stakes in there. Make it. Or make not it... even before the. Put it right in the. Right in the War of Cybertron. Right when Bumblebee met Optimus Prime and then go into the War of Cybertron and how all that started. And keep Earth for later. Yeah. But they probably were thinking, well, that'll be too different and people won't like it. So we have to have it on Earth. But they already have the seventh one here. It's called Transformers Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. 
We're in Transformers 7. So yeah. How, what what could so, they possibly be doing different this time? Transformers Six ended. Do you know? Do you remember? How I know it ended? nothing about these movies. Oh, you but know, everybody, so. everybody listening. Oh, be careful! Oh, the more you move around that thing oh, around, yeah. it makes some crazy sounds on there. Just to let you know, so be careful with that. But um, uh, I would say with Transformers Six, that no, I don't know anything that happens in any of them besides these clips notes and the first couple movies and the fact that Marky Mark's in the newer ones. I know nothing really. Maybe Optimus Prime dies in one because I know it's an iconic moment from the cartoon. They probably had to have done that in one yeah. of the movies. Um, but no, I mean, I really barely know anything about them. So, but, but I was going to say, anybody listening, if you're interested in these movies and you're worried about spoilers, skip like 10 minutes ahead in the podcast be careful because he's about to spoil something all right Not, be careful if you ever watch six if you ever watched last night basically right. at the you you guys skip oh. five minutes ahead he's gonna spoil number six yes it was six okay so how six was with is that optimus prime basically got like Mind controlled. Oh no! Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like Bumblebee was fighting him and all that, and um, he got mind controlled because of this this uh, transformer. But she's basically like a god, so she like c took control of his mind and all that, made him fight his friends, and but the Earth's core two two transformers lore. Earth, the Earth's core, is a transformer. Hmm. The Earth's core is a transformer, and the, the Earth is just built on top of that transformer. What happens if it transforms? I see. So the, at the end of last night, um, spikes started coming up from the Earth, and that entailed on, oh, I forgot, I f it has a name. The the transformer has a name. Um, the Earth oh, Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The Transformer. He's evil, pure evil. Um. Oh, Unicron, Unicron. That's his name. I feel like I've heard that. And so the like the the whole lore of it is that the Earth's core is a transformer and that transformer is Unicron at the end of last night's some like spikes, these weird spikes started coming from the ground. That's supposed to hit as Unicron is awakening. Oh no. Yeah. That could be the, that's probably the worst possible thing that could be happening. The rise of the beast. So, so it's um, gonna affect everybody on Earth. If he transforms the Earth will get will get destroyed. So that's what they have to fight to stop. Yes. And we're talking Marky Mark. Who's the Who's the lead in this movie? It might be Marky Mark. It might be because it's Marky it's him Mark. For a couple movies. It, yes. Would close off the trilogy. Because it, you yeah you might be right. It might close off. This might be the last Transformer movie unless they're going to be making one more. Oh, they'll keep going. They make so much money off these damn things. I bet you they were just testing the waters with the Bumblebee one. Like, can we do origin movies? How about Optimus Prime next? You know. See, Optimus Prime would be way better origin movie because that wouldn't be comedy. That would be if they nailed if they nailed it if they got it right. Because that'd be origin. Yeah, if they did it right, where it was like the beginning of the war and the war just started. And he, uh, because Megatron is basically like his brother. Okay, like, my question is: Are they born? No, are they built? They're built. The god, like I was saying, she is. I think one of the creators, or she is the creator of them. 
Okay. So, because I was just wondering how that would even work in an origin yes, story. Yes, if, if I'm right, the the one in last night's, the, the female Transformer, she is the creator of them. Interesting. So she's putting them together, and then they start walking around, kind of yeah. like some kind of a magic elf with superpowers. But uh, in comic books and all that, dude, Optimus Prime, just, just Prime, he was just a librarian. They could even call it that. Prime. Prime. Yeah. Just that. Transformers Prime. No, just, or just Prime. 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 That well, would be, be a nice. sick name. Because if I'm correct, Optimus. Wait, no. No, 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 no. He had a different name before that. Optimus Prime is the name of the wielder of the Optimus Prime. So that's his nickname. It's not yeah, even his real name. I don't. Yeah, if I'm correct. Oh, wow. But. He literally was just like a librarian in the comics. That would be an interesting story. That'd be a cool one. Before, he's the one that he's the most recognizable one, if you ask because me. Because before the war all happened, it was, if I'm pretty sure, Megatron and and uh, Prime were just basically like librarians, and then both of them had like different looks of how things should be on Krypton. And then this whole war began because of both of them having different ways. I see. But and there were, you go. You got your conflict for the movie right there. there yeah. yeah. So I was wondering if if they are doing a... Because, like, Bumblebee, it wasn't too bad. I liked it. I did. But it's not how I wished it was. I wish it was, uh, like, as... I wish it was when Bumblebee met Optimus Prime to help him. To like win up because Bumblebee wasn't even a Decepticon or Autobot. Because hmm. in, in the Cybertron War, they basically had Autobots, Decepticons, and then neutral and anything else in between. And Bumblebee was just one of them, and then he went on the op, uh, Autobot side. Neutral ones are the ones you gotta watch out for. Yeah. They switch sides on you. You already know. Come on, but that's Street Knowledge that's, 101. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how I thought the Bumblebee movie was going to be, where like Bumblebee meets up with Optimus Prime, and um, and he joins the Autobots, and they continue the war on Cybertron, and then like he goes to down he goes down to Earth, and then you see him scan the vehicle to hide, and then just credits. Credit scene. And there you go. And there you go. Yeah. Because that would be a stupid ending, but that's really... All you need to know. All you need to you know. You don't need to spend all that time like on that, Earth. Because that's, that's not the notable part of yeah, the Yeah, that's his original form. That's that's what everybody originally knows Bumblebee as. as and then meal. as a fan, it's all you need to see. Because yeah. it's like, oh, he just drove off and then he, oh, now dude, he's in the movies. I bet you a lot of people would have loved to see like a full movie about just the war of Cybertron. I thought they were going to do that. You I know what they could even do with that? Uh, you could just shit, ha have just it end like that and then have an removed. end credit scene where he's just driving around in the background of other scenes. Yeah, so. they could have just <laughs> removed. They didn't even need to like, do a Bumblebee origin movie. They could have just do a war, a war and Sabatron origin movie. Yeah, And I how agree. it like all started or just well, pick up when it began. You have to think of if you're the marketer and how do you sell the movie – that would be a hard one to sell, but an Optimus Prime movie would be an easy origin story, and you just fit that story inside of the Optimus Prime movie, and I think that'd the be the best way, way to do it. Is you have to get in the sides side of the minds of fans. Yeah, but they I don't, don't know why movie directors don't like. 
Like I mean, they, Marvel puts a lot of love into their movies, even oh, though yeah, even absolutely. though they do some silly stuff. They put a lot of love into them to the point where you can tell they at least paid attention to the comic book material, which is very essential. Like we're saying right now, you uh, need they, that kind of did, love to did, satisfy fans. They did fuck up though. Massively. Oh, they do. Um, I'm talking about world. You have you heard of uh, World War Hark, Hawk? World World War Hawk. Hawk. No, Hulk. World, world. That's a hard one to say. Yeah. World, world War, War Hulk. Hulk. World War. Say that ten million times fast. World War Hulk. Okay. So what about that? So you know, have you watch you watch the Marvel movies, right? You know, uh, the Thor Ragnarok. Yes. And how Thor went down to that planet. Yes. And in that junkyard. So that's originally where. We could have gotten an extra Hulk movie. But they can't do Hulk movies because they're stupid contractual obligations, from my understanding. <sighs> That's why they never did a Hulk movie, and he was always a side character. It was some stupid contract thing. That's, it's so lame because you had the perfect guy to play the Hulk, and you never did a Hulk movie. You just have him in the sidelines for all these other... That's why they try to make him the best in the movies when he's on scene. Yeah, and Thor Ragnarok was probably his most notable role in oh, any of them. yeah. But my thing is that oh, they just—I've been wanting to see a Hawk movie, and that World War Hawk would have been the fucking what, best one. Is it, it a very compressed version of that storyline? I have to imagine it is. Like, I, yes. if it was all one movie, it would have been way. Basically, more Thor never even shows up. Of course, in the comic books, Thor is not even there. Hawk goes to the planet. Uh -huh. He becomes basically the champion and all that. Which would be very cool to see on the movie, like yes. in the film. And we see him as a champion. He's a he's a champion of that planet right there for the gladiators. But Thor doesn't come down. It's the it looks like a he he's a orange. He has like not Thor's hammer, but he has this like uh hammer that has like a flat part to it at the like it's like this. It's like a dome. It's like a dome like this, and then it goes out, and it's, like, flat right here. Okay. And it looks like a ball, like, ball hammer and all that. Like, one side's flat, one side has that ball on Interesting. it. Interesting. I wonder what, what the utility like. of that would be. And he's, like, this orange <laughs> the dude. bounces on this side, look. <laughs> he's an orange dude, and he looks like a dinosaur or some shit. I forgot his name. And But that's the dude that shows up. Thor never shows up. Thor was never there. Okay. And, um... World, is he a, world, a uh, world War Hulk is probably one of the not is not the strongest, but one of the strongest. The, that version of Hulk, yes. Okay, like Planet Destroyer, easily. Because he would be sitting there training for however long he's there. Not, not even training. What happens in the comic books is that uh, he, if I'm correct, he has a wife and a child. Mr. Hulk? Yeah. That's funny. And you know, they kind of went that way, but you know, they they even screwed up that arc with Avengers Endgame where all of a sudden Hulk can talk now, but you didn't get to see any of it. And his wife yeah. And his wife dies and he becomes in the like fits of rage and he goes down to planet Earth and that like Ghost Rider gets involved and Ghost Rider looks into his eyes and then basically says, Okay, I see why you're doing this. That's understandable. It just leaves. Because Ghost Rider only deems people that are, are full of sins or uh, all that, right? Yeah. And Hawk did all this because of a purpose. Man. Because of what happened. And his son, if I'm correct, World, World War Hawk's son is 
it's S-K-A-R, Scar, something. And he's even stronger than his dad. Like, really strong. So, like, they completely missed that whole series that they could have done. Yeah, they could have had a whole second. Like, they could have mixed that in with She-Hulk. Like, not only you got She-Hulk, you got a little Hulk baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's even stronger than regular Hulk. And you know how much anticipation that would be for their new Avengers? You throw both of them in there? They, they have, but I don't... You know how great of a scene that would be if they say, oh, you have this? We have two Hulks. Call them back to the first Avengers movie? That'd be genius. But they can't do it because they're not going to have two Hulks. Actually, they probably will. They'll probably bring Bruce back for the next Avengers. I just feel like... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's so much of that going on in the Marvel movies. Because I'm, I'm a lover of the idea behind them and the concepts they can do. Did you see the new Spider-Man movie? Or, I'm sorry... The new uh, Doctor Strange movie. No. You didn't see it. So it's still in theaters. Uh, have you seen any of the latest Marvel shows or anything like that? I haven't really seen any of them. I watched. I haven't watched Loki. I haven't watched WandaVision. I've watched What If, and that's really all. Okay. And What If kind of does their whole multiversal thing, which is weird, but it works, I guess. Well, it's because and, then, um, uh, I know damn sure in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, there's, uh, oh. Did that, you see Spider-Man? Yeah. Because that did that with the story. They did include it in there. I mean, so the whole multiverse thing is what they're going for next. Yeah, I know, yeah. because it, they're going for multiverse of magic now. Which is fun, but at the same time... I just some of the directions well, they're going with it's the understandable because yeah. there's Venom now, which is in the main Marvel. Well, if they integrate all that stuff, that's really the fun. They part. already did. Sort of, kind of. They already did. It's not a sort of, kind of. Ed, well, if you watch the credit scene, Ed got teleported back to his universe in the credits. Yeah, and he had a, he Venom left a, like a little piece of him. He's basically in it now. But so the, we're gonna is see that later. the tease. Is that what you thought of that? The, the little piece of Venom. Yes, that, that's okay. that's in Spider Man's world now. That, that's Tom Holland's Spider Man's world. So that means mm, okay. Black Panther. That Lily. Any of them can be turned. Uh, or be symbiotic with it. But I don't know how Venom is going to get included. Because we might see it go to Spider-Man first. Or we might see Venom go to a villain first in the series. And make it a big bad villain. And then it goes to Spider-Man. Hopefully. Because in... Hopefully, I hope, I hope they do because it. Because in Venom, Venom and Carnage, Venom was talking about how the symbiotes is like a hive mind. Everyone's connected. And even the Venom in a different multi, in a different universe, Venom is connected to it. So that's why when he saw Spider-Man on that TV, he immediately knew who it was. Because yeah. he has the information of a Venom from a different fucking universe. Well, and the whole idea was anybody who was there was supposed to know who Spider-Man was. That was that was at least the premise the film had. Yes. So yeah, so that would be the other reasoning. For so that it. it's like, he he like he says I think in the beginning of that movie he says like, oh I'm connected to a hive mind and uh, like symbiotes are connected to a hive mind and all that. And then it goes to the credit scene of him bringing along, like, to Spider-Man, him coming across the universe. And that's because 
since he's connected to the hive mind, another Venom knew that Spider-Man. And guess what Spider-Man they're talking about? The... I forgot his name already. Oh, uh, yeah, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's Venom. Yeah. That's the Spider-Man. That's the Venom that uh, he knew Spider-Man from. See... So, that's, so it goes back to even the Spider-Man one, uh, 3, Spider-Man 3 movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to hint to. Like, that's how Venom knew Spider-Man is because of that Venom specifically. Or other Venoms that also knew. Because you have to imagine Yeah, but we've versions. only seen, like, one live act. We've only seen one live-action Spider-Man yeah, movie so with Venom. It, that's what I'm talking he's, about. He's the one. Yeah. I think it's interesting, because this is what I was getting at with the whole reason I love the movies, is because the way that they do stuff like that, they, they're the first ones to really show how you can have a bunch of movies build up to something else or even interconnect with one another. Oh, absolutely. And it, it hurts well, my brain thinking about too because I'm like, do they think about this from the very beginning? Did they plan all of this? Some of it. I mean, when it comes to the first couple phases or whatever, that's, I don't fully, I have to go back and look at how they announced everything. But I know from phase three, that was they a had super, all that shit written down already. They knew what they were going to do for those two phases. Well, for phases. phase three, uh, they announced from, I think, 2016 to, like, 2021. And all maybe movies. even before 2016, maybe it was 2014. And we're talking, like, they announced Guardians of the Galaxy. They announced the first Ant-Man and the second Ant-Man. They yeah, announced, they announced uh, the, the... I think that was right before Avengers Civil War They came announced out. new one too recently. Black Panther 2, I guess, is supposed to be... No, I I'm talking about when they work. announced these movies originally. Black Panther was one of them. This is all Phase 4. Cause Black, but we'll get to Black Panther 2, because I don't mean interrupt. But then they go through all these movies, and then at the very end, you hit Avengers... Uh, Inf I think it was Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, and that was back when that was six years away. So you knew that all these movies were somehow going to be connected... But just seeing the way that they brought it all the way from the first Iron Man to the Avengers Endgame and the way that those interconnect, I'll say that there's a couple things that are a little silly I towards the to end. I go Hulk. Like, I don't like the way that they incorporated Captain Marvel and all that in Endgame. I feel like that stuff was a little bit like, oh, last minute. You know, and like all of a sudden now Captain Marvel's here. Why didn't she show up for the whole first half of the movie? Because that movie hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So there's, like, little things where it's it's the... Now, when we start adding in a million people, you start asking a little more questions. But I think that from that stretch, all those movies, especially the Avengers movies, it's something to behold. And you look at that and you look at the way that the universe grows upon itself throughout the films because of the way they're constructed. Yeah. You feel like this matters because you're going to watch the other Marvel movie and all this stuff is still part of that universe whereas Definitely. sometimes you go to a movie and it's cool but you know it's just this experience that's going to end so that's the stakes end there my thing is that with marvel movies i w i wish they can do how the comics do like exactly what the comic is they're doing it and it's similar but it's similar but like there's like things that are different that are massive like such bummer. as what like like i said they did do world war hulk Oh, you Which mean, part of you mean the, like stories that they don't incorporate? Stories they don't incorporate or they don't like. I can't tell you f like exactly what is different from the comics, but I know like some things are different from the comics and the movies. Yeah, and they utilize characters in different ways. I mean, The Walking Dead's biggest mistake 
was that it strayed from the comics too much, and Game of Thrones died uh, when it strayed from the books. Walking Dead should have died a long while ago. I know, opinion. and and you don't have the. It's not even that good. I don't like it. That's very. That's very. People hate when I say that. I liked uh, The Walking Dead for a long time. They lost. I like the first season, but like any dude, I can watch so many other shows that have way better gore. Oh yeah. Well, like, dude, like, I understand, like, uh, fake blood. Yes, I know. But, like, have you seen other short shows with the gore and fake blood? Like, it's way better. Like, you can tell the blood's not real. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they could add CGI to this, some of the zombies. and Season 1 was directed by the guy who directed the original House of the Dead. And all no, season 1 was good. Season 1 I, was good, though. Season 1, 2, and 3 I watched. That was, oh, okay. I actually liked that. You like season two? Yeah. Season two is also controversial. The way they stop at the farm and all that. A lot of I didn't, didn't like that. that. I didn't like, I didn't like that. But I like season two, though. And season, I like season one and, and season, season three two. Season three is prison. Yeah, and I like season three. But yeah. like anything else after that, I really didn't. <sighs> I can't blame you. I stuck around for longer than you, and I, I regretted it. Like my mom's still on it, too. I'm like, why are you still oh, watching she's that? still watching it? Yeah. Wow. I'm it's like, how the, the f- <laughs> like she's been watching this since like season one. She's like, she's been, she's like, still rocking that. If Daryl dies, we riot T-shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. But I'm just like, why? Why? Like, it's 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 just one of those like some of the some of the series like I watch it like some of them just should die. Like, well, that's them, the problem. Some they, of them should die off right away. They go on too long and then they lose their original identity. Because the show can like, be, even some of some, them should die right away. Yeah, but some of them, good season or two. You can get like out this, of it. They have a nice Netflix show, and I, I love it, called, like, The Gospel Gospel Midnight or whatever. Okay. And it's basic, oh, The Midnight Gospel. I've, Midnight seen, Gospel. I've seen it scrolling around, but I haven't oh my watched God. it. It's ba- think of it of, like, a podcast, but this guy goes to different universes inside this machine, and he does podcasts with other people. Really? Yes. Interesting. It's a multiversal podcast show. That's literally what it is. Wow. That's something. Was it like real people or is it just people that are made up? No, it's it's root. Like, hey, we're talking to Elvis. Hey, we're talking to... No, it, it's 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 made up people, but they're talking to like someone real, like that's real. But like some of the... Gotcha. Like the last episode is like just sad because oh, some of the no. episodes are about like life and all that. Like yeah. it's actually like deep conversations. Interesting. Netflix has got a, a a decent amount of thought-provoking content. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I do like that they actually do... Because the, the thing about Netflix that is cool that I don't know if other streaming services that produce content do this, but I know Netflix has always been known for this, is they just kind of send... They give you a bunch of money, and they trust you to make a good show. That's from what I've heard. That's what Netflix really? usually does. And that's why Netflix shows tend to turn out pretty oh. decent. Because there's not a lot of creative... The uh, interference. This is not about Netflix, but I heard about this recently. So Winnie and Pooh, you know how when things get created, they have like a expiration date basically on the contract to when it becomes public domain? Winnie the Pooh finally became public domain, I heard. No. Yeah. And so we can all make Winnie the Pooh shows now? I heard the first one, like I, I saw on TikTok, they're supposed to be making a Winnie and Pooh fucking horror movie. Ah, uh, that sounds good. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey or something. A great name. I would go see that. I would Winnie, pay money Winnie, to see it. Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood. Oh yeah. 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 And I'm like, do you like this? I hate things like that too. I I'm love like, it. like 95 years. It took that contract to finally 
it finally took it to public domain. 95 years. Oh, yeah. Why? I mean, it bothers it, to me, it's like an, 50 years. Shit, 40 years. It's annoying that you can't just invent things based on other things in general. Like, if it's too close to Winnie the Pooh, now we can't call well, it. Well, no, here's the thing. Since it's on public domain, like, of course, like, we can, like, basically, like I said, they're doing the Winnie the Pooh horror movie now and all oh, that. Oh, no, but I'm saying. But, like, they can't, you can't make a Winnie Pooh show close to Disney. If it's too close to Disney, Winnie the Pooh, then you can get, like, sued and all that. Yeah, I just but hate it has laws to like be, that. But I'm like, in my opinion, like, why does it have to be that from the very beginning? It's like, that's Disney's Winnie the Pooh, but why, how if, like, dude, think about, like, back when Winnie the Pooh was, like, made and showed, how about they immediately had a Winnie and Pooh horror movie? Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, and, it, and honestly, Show that to your children. If Make I were a business, Winnie I would look at it the other way around. I'd say they're advertising for us for free. They're doing that for free. Why would we stop them? Like, oh, Winnie the Pooh people is are going to see our to, product. Winnie the Pooh has is popular, popular enough to like have a horror movie made by like someone else and all that. Exactly. Like to me, that's exciting. If you're a business owner or you own an IP, whatever it is. That's why the whole Twitch thing Just is stupid. Just don't make it. Don't make it to We mine. were talking about this right before we uh, went on air. The whole Twitch thing. Ooh, is Winnie the Pooh the anime. <laughs> the whole that would be so good. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh the anime in an actual like Japanese style. Oh my god. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, oh my god. What is a donkey? What is it, Igor? Is it Igor? Eeyore. Eeyore. Winnie the, sad, the, Pooh. the sad one? That's Eeyore. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore finally gets not depressed. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Or, like, they have in their horror movie, Eeyore is, like, the source. Like, his depression is super depressing, you know? Like, it's they go real deep be, on that. I think the horror movie is supposed to be Winnie, uh, Winnie the Pooh and... They better go uh, dark. I want to see oh, it dark. What, what's that little fucking pig thing? Pig rat. T- Tigger? No, 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 no. Piglet. Piglet. Yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Yeah, I know my Winnie the Pooh characters. Yeah, it's just it's supposed to be like this guy in a Winnie Pooh mask and it like oh it's hilarious. I'm oh, like, this so they're not hilarious. going full animated. No, no, it's live action. It's supposed to be like a legitimate horror movie. They better at least go off uh, the lore pretty well. Like oh, it was all in this Charlie kid's head at the very end. Right? Uh, what, <laughs> no, what it's supposed to be is it's uh, after Charlie left for college. Okay. That's what the horror movie and is. Who like. grew up and now he's evil? Somehow, maybe. Fuck, f- fucking Charlie left me behind for college. That stupid bitch. Yeah. Didn't even say goodbye. Now I I'm love gonna, it. I'm gonna kill people. Now I love because it. Of you. That's great. And and then then he comes for him at the end or something. That's the climax. He's got to go for. Do like and do like transformer movie horror movie. Well, listen. I wanted to say this about the IP thing. Is I think it's stupid because transformer horror movie would be awesome. This is the thing. You, you're limited. All these things would be awesome. People don't do them because they can't. And it's also the, the Twitch thing because, because of these stupid rules. Oh, if yeah. we didn't have stupid laws around music, you wouldn't ever have to worry about using a certain song in a certain video or playing a certain song on stream. What the fuck are radio? And you know how dumb it how, how is to even radio, have that rule can, in the first place? How can radios play the song that just came out but I can't play it on Twitch? Because they're getting paid per stream. But let me tell you, okay? If you were a smart artist... You wouldn't care if someone's playing your song for free as long as you're getting paid on the radio. Yes. Because you're getting free advertisement anytime anybody plays your song ever. And people are going to hear it and they'll be like, what is this? And then this, the, also the silent psychology of that, like, oh, this must be popular enough for this person to play it on the stream. Like, it makes you think the song might be more popular than it really is. 
because other people are listening to it. So it must be a song that people like. Like That's what happens in the back of your brain when you see a song played on a stream. So to me, it's so silly that businesses even care to tell you, hey, you can't put this on your video. You can't. Yeah. Like, are you are you dumb? Like, if you wanted people to be more interested in your product, you would tell me you want me to put it on my video, and you would endorse me putting it on my video. So I I don't even get those rules because they're so backwards. It makes people less interested in like the some music. Some of the songs and, are like old too, from like two thousand. Yeah, you can't even use songs that are twenty years old. I mean, I've on YouTube, it's a little bit more liberal with it. They'll stick ads on your video. Because you, and you use, can't get money from the exactly you can't get money but from the at video. least they don't take away the whole video yeah so that it's I like, could, do I, that at least like shit exactly that I'm okay with it's just annoying just like, don't take my video down or tell me to change my video because I used a certain song which they will do with some songs just not every song Twitch is stupid too Let's Twitch like, is worse than YouTube that's the point I'm really making oh, is no. Twitch is at least a little bit so fucking hypocritical yeah I mean Twitch I I, I would like to invest more in twitch like i've streamed on twitch and i could even get a capture card and just set something up to where i don't have to worry about because you lose a little performance playing straight off of the gpu yeah. onto the stream which makes it harder to play an online competitive game like call of duty because i am losing a little bit of those frames whereas normally i have mostly a solid frame rate so when it comes to that i would want to invest in those things and do all of that but twitch's rules are so silly I'm worried I'm going to do one thing wrong and get a strike on my Twitch channel and have to worry about that. I don't know how long those last. Yeah. And I know, like, uh, there's this guy who I met and I did an interview with. I want to get him back on the podcast. Uh, shout out Petra Vita. P-E-T-R-A-Vita. V-I-T-A. Very cool guy. Uh, he does freestyle streams on his Twitch all the time. He has a little presence on YouTube, but Twitch is where he's mainly at. And he freestyles on there, like, I have a certain schedule. I just worry, what if I play the wrong beat? What if I do this? Are they going to strike me? Because he does it, so maybe you can get away with it. But, you know, and, and, and that's a good way to build a rap following is to do freestyle streams. So, but there's so many questions around Twitch that are just silly to have to ask. Like, well, what, can I do this? Can I do this? Because you really don't yeah. know. Uh, so it would be nice if you could you just do it. Literally, if you're going to be streaming on Twitch, you have to read the terms and conditions. And all <laughs> of them. All of them. And finish at first, beginning to end, all. you got to put on your reading glasses and sit, <laughs> sit down, get your cup of tea. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Get a cup of joe, joint, mm -hmm. a couple joints, read it for two hours. You know, go sit, forget, out, go sit outside, forget, bring the laptop, forget let the every, dog out. Forget everything you just learned right after that, then. <laughs> yeah, make sure you take notes, because otherwise <laughs> it won't be a very it's stimulating a, it's experience. It's, it's stupid. Nobody reads terms and conditions on anything. That's the whole trick behind them. And only, Twitch has only just gotten worse. That, only people that uh, stream or they just go with it, and then if they get um, screwed over by it, then they remember not to do it. Yeah. I mean, you learn best by doing things. But I also think the problem is you obviously have a favoritism thing that will happen naturally, where if you're an account with maybe even just 100 followers, that's nothing compared to the guy with 100K. Yeah. So if the guy with 100K gets a few strikes, he can go and complain about it, and then his fans will all go in an uproar and boom. But if you were the guy with 100 followers, that's going to seem like nothing. So it's very hard to fight those things unless you have a big following as well. The thing is, well. I, I remember a big Twitch streamer, uh, I think it was Lugwid. Lug? Probably Ludwig. Wig. Yeah, he completely Twitch uh, quit Twitch. 
he said that uh, he's quitting Twitch because it's not like it's not really community. Like they don't care. Like, they really don't care about their community and all that. No, they don't. Because, and that's that's the like whole he, point I'm making. He uh, he sent like an email to YouTube and Twitch. He he sent an email to YouTube about like, oh, I'm gonna stick with Twitch. Blah blah. Like. Like, I'm sorry, but, and they were like, oh, like, they actually gave a damn. Like, they were trying oh, to, YouTube. they were like, yeah, he was going to, he was going to start streaming on YouTube, and he, he was basically doing a, uh, a test for Twitch, and he, like, emailed YouTube, and YouTube tried to, like, like, they wanted him on on YouTube. How big of a following did he have? A big following. Are like, we talking like one million subscribers? Probably, yeah. Yeah, because people with over a million, I'm sure YouTube wouldn't want to lose them. So, They're sending those guys well, golden he, flags no, for their he wall. Was, he was on Twitch and YouTube kind of gave him an offering like, hey, do you want to stream on YouTube and quit Twitch and blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, I see. And um, he was like, no, no, thank you. I'll stick to Twitch, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, like they actually wanted him to like go to youtube and all that like they wanted him to come over and then he sent an email to twitch about hey i'm going to youtube and all they said were like good luck well if you were a smart business you so would... it's just he was saying like oh i quit i'm quitting twitch because they seriously don't give a single shit yeah and i'm going to youtube because they actually give a fuck well and i was gonna say if you're a smart business if, if you're on youtube then you would say well what's twitch offering you what can we do that they can't do because obviously they could do something Twitch can't do if you moved on over. Well, no one, you know I mean? dude. Twitch is not like it's one of those like. <sighs> how I think of it is like. Um, well, YouTube's heading like that some direction. some game companies don't care about what their fans say and all that. That's what Twitch is. They don't care what their fans say or what the community says. It's just all up to them. They make the rules. It's them. Yeah. They don't care. Like. <sighs> That, well, that's what I mean. YouTube is heading that Fallout direction. 76 is a game Bethesda kind of fucked up and fuck, fucked over its community when they said, oh, private servers will be free and all that. That was uh, Bethesda's fall from grace, in my oh opinion. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I pre-ordered Fallout 76. I'm like, oh, great. I gonna, I'm going to have a... No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to have a private world and all that. And I I'm, can't I'm, believe you pre-ordered I'm, I'm it. waiting and waiting and waiting. No private world. And then I deleted the game because I didn't have a lot of friends to play with. I was born to play by myself. Like I'm like, fuck this, whatever. So I deleted the game and then... Not recently, but I think like a year or two years ago, uh, Bethesda came out with a thing that you pay like $100 a year for. You get a free server. You get unlimited storage. You have like this storage chest uh, that you have to put all your things in. And um, they had you a... You mean in the game? Yeah. Huh. And... Let's take it in real life? They give no, you a no, chest? No, no, no. <laughs> like... Um, in the game, there's just a tr storage chest that you create your base and the it's storage chest. It's almost like chest. a Minecraft chest, but it's yeah, never-ending resources. Yeah. Gotcha. But it, it's like after a certain amount of weight is put into the chest, you can't put anything anything more into it. So when the game first came out, they were having problems with increasing it because if they increased it too much, then the server would start lagging out. And they said, like, oh, we can't increase it anymore because it'll lag out the server. But then they add, oh, yeah, if you spend $100, um, you get your free server. You get a server, a private, you can have private servers that we said we would give you for free, but no, you have to pay $100 a year Which for. Which is over the price of the original game. Yes. 
And, uh, oh, you get unlimited storage chests, too. Uh, unlimited storage. Huh. I thought you said you couldn't do that because of the server issues. And then they have other things that you get from it. It's like, bro, two of those things that you said, one of them you said you would give it to us for free. And one of them you said you couldn't give to us. Also, it's like, what the fuck? You have to be wary when they even say online game because that stuff is almost automatically, like, you can assume it's going to happen with an online game. Because it's pay to continue. That's, that's what sustains the game. Yeah. Is that you continue to put money into it. That's why Grand Theft Auto has had such a fall from grace as well. Our Rockstar Games in general is ever since they invested so much in GTA Online, their games have just kind of suffered because of that it. is a that is a series that needs to die. Like Grand Theft Auto Online in particular, I would say yes. Just let that die and make GTA Six focus only on single player. That's get your I, mind out the gutter. Yeah. Rockstar no, my games. my thing is like, bro, you're adding all. You're focusing on GTA Five Online. You keep adding all these fucking things and cars and, and, and like that. you were telling focus me before 24 we played twenty four seven on GTA Six. I agree with you. Focus twenty four seven. Stop even devoting your time to GTA Online. Stop I agree with that. It, yeah. but they still have a player base, so they don't understand. They think, oh, let's keep making money. But the other thing is. Because they just see dollar signs. That could be the, that's the only explanation that makes sense for why they haven't invested hardcore in GTA 6. That game should have came out three years ago. But anyway, so when it comes... Rockstar is the one company I trusted. I can't believe what's happened with those guys. They're the one that I still thought, you know what, I can hang on to them. I believe in them. But just over the years, they've gotten worse and worse with their business practices. And then they just become like every other company. Same thing with Bethesda. If they don't come out with a banger soon... They are going downhill yeah. fast. But but listen, listen, so Red Dead Redemption 2 is the one thing holding them up. And then um, you look at like the way that they're handling everything since GTA Online. You told me earlier, you told me earlier before we started the podcast, you said, I tried to go on GTA Online. I got it on there for about, what was it? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, and all you could do is just get murdered by somebody driving a tank around. Nowadays, it's flying cars that'll just shoot you from the sky. So it's like... You're if you're a new player, there's you're, not even a reason for you to play this game yeah, it's because hard to of the get community up. and what's wh how it all works is it's literally so incentivized towards pay to play that there's no reason oh, to yeah, play it dude, unless you're gonna money, spend money a bunch of money. That, money in that game is hard to get too. Like I, you had, <laughs> unless you're willing to waste hours and hours <laughs> yeah, doing the same I thing. Had, I had I had my friend. I had one friend. He said basically playing GTA Five just to get money is like fucking doing a real job to get money. Yeah, that's What's exactly it. And I'm like, why do you even play that? And he's like, because it's fun to play with, with friends. I'm like, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? It literally is because you're playing the same mission over and over, over that again. has the good payout, and none of the other missions pay out like this, so you're just going to play the same exact one. In GTA Five, a million dollars is not even a lot. No, so you're going to play it for a while. You're going <laughs> to need him to get up to 150 mil, and you know, there's glitches you can do that can get more, but like... But they patch them. They patch them, um, they patch them quick. They pa and you wouldn't want your account to get flagged, because then yeah. you lose everything. And that will happen to some people. Some people not even for good reason. And then they spend two weeks not playing the game that they put all this money into because Rockstar flagged them for no reason. So the whole thing is just so annoying to me because Rockstar was before a good company you could trust to put out a single-player experience, which might have an online, uh, an online component, but who really cares? Where it's really at is their storytelling and how they're able to get you invested in these different characters even Red Dead Redemption 2, nobody knew what it was going to be going into it. 
weird prequel and we saw a trailer and we knew Arthur Morgan would be a different character. But like people now, oh, the, knew, it wasn't going to be the main character. For yeah, you knew it wasn't going to be the same guy. You, you we still knew it was a see prequel. him though. You still see him, and that was cool too. But we didn't know that until the first trailer either. So there was so much mystery going into it. Is this going to be just as good as the first story? Red Dead Two picks up right from Red Dead One. Yeah, right and after Red they De- got on the boat. Well, and Red Dead One was such a good story. Oh yeah, it was probably my favorite Rockstar story ever because it just it was it felt like a legit western. So for them to make they, I would argue they topped that with Red Dead Two. Absolutely, and so do a lot of people say this that they even liked Arthur more than they liked uh, John I got, I got John Morgan. Way, I don't want to John Marston. Yeah, I, I got way more attached to Arthur. Way more. I, I like the story of John Marston more, but I really like the character of Arthur Morgan. Yes. I like yeah. the story more of the first one, but the character development and how you see the character and how you get attached to the character in the second one is a lot better. Because you actually feel like he does change throughout the story. They do it really well, and it's such an extensive story. I think there's two different, there's a couple of different endings to that game, too, if I'm correct. Yeah, but, you know, it's like most one, games. One of them, he gets, one of them, he gets, uh... Red Dead spoilers coming in real hot, real hot right now. He like he dies. Yeah, he from does. lung issues. He dies in all of them. All of them he does. Yeah, because think about it. His character's doomed as soon as they tell him he has that lung disease because it's in the past. They don't have any treatment for it. I forgot the, what the disease was. And there's even a moment in the story where you're supposedly able to see him get it because some guy spits in his face, and it's the guy that he went to go take money from earlier in the game. It was some farmer. So that was all part of the story. But as soon as that happens to him, it's over for him because you have no treatment for he that. He starts coughing more and more when you get yeah. later in the game. And it even goes into the gameplay mechanics. Oh, yeah, way. it's shit. It's so, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, it, Lily, you can cough mid-firefight and you're fucked. The, that game uses its gameplay ex- mechanics uh, to, uh, to its own detriment yeah. at times. Dude. In a good way. In like a good way, but so, it, it's so it's like shit. I literally just let a cough kill me. Yeah, <laughs> like he really, my character really just. Caught, I'm like, wow. Like, I'm damn, like, cool. dude, you really do got bronchitis. I'm like, the more and more I got in the game, like I was in a firefight, and he started coughing, and I just stopped. And I got headshot. I'm like, I really love the way that Rockstar, at least with that game, did it. I they it. they managed to do this thing in every single one of their games. If you pay attention to the way they design their maps is you're always going from place to place to place to place and you feel like you're discovering a new part of the map through each part of the game. Like, it really does feel like the map is growing as you go through it. Yeah. And Red Dead Redemption 2 is their biggest map and you're on oh, horseback. Oh, it's a huge map, So it bro, just feels it. giant and you have to go through it for the whole story. So you just hit all these different points and that game, yeah, the map is incredible. Like, it's such a beautiful Shit, map. I'm going to have to redownload the game now. It's such a beautiful <laughs> map. It, like, it's something to look at. Which is the difference between that and GTA Five? Like GTA Five is cool, but it's not like breathtaking in terms of no, sightseeing. Because do you think if it lasted through the, it's been out since Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, you think it would have optimized it for Series S? Not much, and especially, and especially since they advertised a new optimized version. Like, come on now, I, I don't think it's really going to be that much different. But I would say, well, you no. Know, if you have, uh, if you have a Series S, any game that is optimized for Series S. Uh, will be automatically optimized. Like, uh, like, yeah. um, I'm trying to think what game that wasn't. Oh, I had my Xbox One, uh, Skyrim, 
Skyrim Elder Scrolls is optimized for Series S. Which is nice that Which you can just amazing. pop it on and play it in that good performance. Like, I bet the screens, performance... None. Even oh. the performance is probably crazy good compared to when you, you played it before. you put mods on it, dude... Yeah. Dude, my game looks amazing, but, like, right when uh, I didn't know it was... I uh, found out it was optimized for the Series S, and I still have the Xbox One S. I'm like, oh, I can't... I'm like, great, I'm going to have to rebuy it. And I didn't have to, which was cool. Right when I got the Series S and I basically put in my hard drives and it downloaded, it just switched to Optimize. Immediately mm. optimized it for me. So I didn't have to rebuy it. That's cool. Yeah. So any game, so if I have GTA five and it gets optimized, I don't have to rebuy it again. I just have to re-download it into my internal for it to be optimized. But is it, you're playing the version made for that console. I wonder how that works, how, what optimized means. Um, you know what? A great. Oh, it, uh, it's basically just increasing graphics, faster yeah. loading screens, so you won't don't have to wait like five minutes for the GTA Five loading screen. Well, the thing is, if you play any older game on a newer console, you should be able to experience the benefits of that. So I wonder if optimization even has to do with allowing the game to run at a higher resolution than it what is. it. Yeah. What it, yeah, what it's programmed at, because that would be a very cool feature. Because That's what you can this, do this on a uh, PC emulator when you're because, running PS2 games. Uh, if you, let's say I have an Xbox 360 game I'm playing on my Series S, all it does is optimizes as much as it can yeah. for the Xbox 360 game. It doesn't, like, make it 4K, and it just optimizes That's it what as I mean. much as I can. Yeah. For games like GTA V... It optimizes, when I say optimize, it, it's basically a game for the Series S. Cool. That's very cool. That's, that's what it makes that's it. That's what it should it do. It makes it a game for the Series S. So yeah. you get max quality, max frame rate, all that. Yeah. It's not like just a little bit optimized. It's like basically they just re, like, kind of re They probably reconfigure it. the settings yeah. or whatever it is. God knows. I just know different games run on different engines, too. So I really wonder how they achieve that. That's interesting that it even has that as an option. Have you seen the new Unreal Engine? Of Unreal 5? Yeah. Well, yeah, some of the stuff that's <sighs> capable. The capabilities that has well, when it, it comes was to a, draw distance is wild. Well, it was during, yeah, it was during the 3D, uh, no, the E3 reveal. And how they did it is that they 3D uh, modeled real, like, rocks and all that and put it in the game. Oh, yeah. And that's how they made it. Oh, yeah. 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 And it was dope as shit. And uh, I guess Unreal uh, Engine 5 already have pre made models. Uh, um, there's pre made, uh, and they're not the like 3D modeled. They're like legitimate. Like someone scanned them with a 3D scanner to put it into it. I was going to say, Resident Evil 5 uh, had Unreal Engine 5, as far as I know, maybe Resident Evil 6 I'm talking about. But there's a chandelier in that game. That it was one of those scan models, and the complexity of the it's models amazing. is is unlike anything. Lights and shadows are completely different too. You yeah. don't have to. Uh, the lights and shadows, you it automatically like does a shadowing for it. That's what that. I think it's ray traced, and ray tracing is the next normal, yeah. which is is it's much more taxing on a Minecraft. graphics card. But when you have better graphics cards, it won't matter anymore. And and ray tracing is. Like when you see the comparisons with some things in particular, it's, it, a it, big. It, it, it's so it, it adds so much immersion having realistic lighting, and that's one of those things that you wouldn't really realize until you experience it. Like, uh, have you heard of the game Ark Survival Evolved? No, we're so, running low on time here, so we're gonna have to wrap it up here real soon. But that is one of the games that got optimized. Okay, and I, I 
uh, I don't have enough space on my internal because the bitch is like 150 gigabytes. Yeah. It's huge, and I don't have enough space. But, like, on my Xbox One, I, Xbox One S, it looked crap. Like, you can see from the distance, if you look at the distance and looked at the leaves and the rocks, it would look, like, fuzzy. But, like... On the Series S, I haven't downloaded yet, but hopefully that is completely gone. Hopefully. Hopefully. That would have to do with the LODs, because the way the LOD works on a game, and that's why Unreal 5 is so interesting. Because Arcus Survival Evolved was made for PC. That is a PC game. And oh, yeah. You know, I had a PC, and I, my PC couldn't even do it. No. No, because it, it, it depends on... You need on, a gaming PC for it. Yeah, you can lower a lot of settings and make it kind of work, but you really just want a better graphics card, uh, especially with modern Graphic games. card, RAM, all, all that. Yeah. Uh, the, GPU is, the GPU and the CPU are most important, but even uh, if I'm playing Warzone or Rebirth on Call of Duty, I have to have at least 16 gigabytes of RAM, or else that will not even run properly. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think it would be that high of a requirement. But no, really, nowadays, which is stupid, you need like 32 gigabytes of RAM. Just no future-proof it. Because six, yeah, 16 exactly. is, is good enough, but games are going to improve a lot. Like the game Rust, which is that survival game, fully, it's fully survive. Yeah, and that's the one where you can hear other people on their mics and all that. And, like, dude, you need a good PC for that. Like, my PC could handle it barely. Because there's so much happening um, in terms of other people playing. And the graphics are extremely good, too. Yeah. And all so. that happening at once makes it so the game... There's... There, there's uh, if, if there weren't happening, the game wouldn't be the game. And so you need a computer that has a CPU that can handle all those different things. Yeah. Because, um... Yeah, it's a lot to it's a lot for the computer to process. But even modern consoles are getting pretty interesting. They're getting pretty breathtaking in terms of the stuff they can do. I oh, would still absolutely. say PC all the way. But PC the consoles all the are way. Cool. But consoles are going to be going to that point where at one point you're going to be able to take apart your console and switch it for parts and add more stuff to it and all that. Yeah, but when? That's my question. <sighs> I'll when? give it. Because that's that. If when we get ten years. Ten years, maybe. When we get there, that's when they really catch because up. Because already right now, it's it, it's close to PC. Yeah. Because if you have a full, if you have a true 4K TV, 20 hertz, and all that, like you're almost every game you're playing is easily running at 120 frames per that's second. True. 120 hertz. That's what it's like if I play 4K. on this PC here. Yeah. Like at right now, consoles are just as good as PCs. As long but as the games are optimized yes. properly. And, and this is something that you and see... And as long as you have the memory for it, too. Yeah. And obviously the, the better version of each console is the one you want to go for to future-proof it as well. But you see this throughout consoles', consoles lifespans where the games will get better and the console will stay the same to the point where they'll utilize the capabilities of the console better, but you can also see the limits of the console. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out at the end of the Xbox One's life cycle was the way you could see that. Because I played it on the original Xbox, like the, the, the basic version of the Xbox One, and I, I didn't realize how bad the performance was until I played it again on yeah. something else. And I was like, wow, this is... I have no idea... I had no idea what I was putting myself through, and that's how we all played games back on the PS2. So just the the levels to which the consoles improve and the games utilize the technology of the console throughout the t console's like lifespan, it's really back. cool to see the genesis of everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because thinking back to 360 graphics or even Xbox, well, regular, even, original Xbox graphics. That's what I was about to say. And to nowadays, like, shit 
literally some games look fully realistic. I would even say, like though... some cutscenes look absolutely... That that looks like real life. Yeah. Like, if you glanced and kept staring, of course you're going to tell, but if you looked at it for, like, two seconds, you're going to think that's real life. You know what that subhuman thing is? That new model creator? I think you can even do it free oh, yeah, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're using that in a lot of games now just because yes, of how realistic the models look. And it is You can go in-depth animation... Yeah. With it and all that. And the way they do it is like those models can be just integrated into any game. So they, they're using them for that Matrix game, which, man, like it, as soon as we start hitting that. Because that Matrix game was just basically showing the Unreal 5s. Th- um, those physics with those car accidents was wild. And the lighting on there was crazy. And that game's not even huge. It's only That's like, not even a game. It's a demo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so crazy like about eight, it. 8 gigabytes or something. They're just letting you know, hey, Unreal Engine 5 is going to be... And that cutscene was in the engine, too. So they're just letting you know, this is like movie-level quality... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ...rendering that we have right here. And it's in real time. I mean, we've hit that point. We're about to hit that wall, you know, where everything just starts to be like, wait, was that a game or a movie? And nah, that's going to be scary. I'm just waiting for VR to get... Oh, it's getting there. Oh, yeah. But listen, we got to wrap up because I, I do have prior engagements. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything you want to say at the end of this podcast, is there anything you want to leave people with? Is there like a moral of the story here? Anything at all? Oh. Hmm. I don't know if we got one. Like uh, if you were a kid that needed some motivational advice, what advice would you give that kid? If you're just going to give somebody some motivational advice. I like to wrap up my interviews and podcasts with a cute little um, If anybody, like, talks shits to you, like, talks, like, just says rude shit to you, just don't bother with them. Just don't go. really think about it. That's solid advice for anybody, too. Just be yourself. And when you're being yourself, you will have critics, people, all right? And don't care about the critics. And you can't care about them. Fuck them haters. You know what? I invented a, a phrase, uh, greatness is confirmed by critique. Ooh. Yeah, and that's how I like to look at it. It's like if, if somebody is criticizing what you're doing, it means you're doing something different. So now don't get me wrong. You can't use that as an excuse for everything, but you're going to have haters. Yeah. They hate us because they ain't us. All right. All right, and thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, anybody who's... If you stuck through this whole thing, you're a true rooster. You are the king of the coop and the coop troop. All right. You're our top rooster. We appreciate you for all being here. We appreciate you, Jace, for stopping on Thank by. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yeah. He got to sit in the couch for the very first time, the love seat. This is our brand new addition to the Roost Studio. For all our listeners, they're like, what's he talking about? You'll see. Go on YouTube, baby. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm always so thankful. And you know why? Because God gave me this life to do so. I love ya. Ruse Radio, clocking out.